Verbal Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Hello, um, I'm interested in buying a comedy. Comedy? Um, yeah. Well, this is the comedy shop, isn't it? This is where I This comedy. is the comedy shop, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a particular comedy. Particular um, comedy? Yes, it's a comedy about a cat. And he, he hates Mondays and he loves lasagna. Okay. Um, I think he's called something like Catty. Have you, uh, um, have you, have you taken a chat opportunity to read through our comedy catalogue? No, you I haven't. The catalogue? Like, is that a pun? Is that a pun? Because I'm in the comedy shop. I don't, I don't understand. Anyway, here's a catalogue. Okay. okay, thank you. I, 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 I hope I've okay. that, bang louder. Yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's, that's a catalogue hitting the, the, the table. Um, hello. Sorry, oh, it's hello. me. It's the comedy police. Oh, oh no shit. I'm, 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 comedy I'm, police? I'm hilariously delayed. I'm sorry, we heard an urgent call regarding a shit bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, I, I came looking for Catty, the cat, um, who was a cat that loves lasagna and okay. hates Mondays and hangs out with a dog. Um, I think dog's called something like El Dog. And El Doggo. El Doggo. Yeah. El Doggo, yeah, El he's Doggo. a Spanish dog. That's the one, yeah. yeah. he's always going, Hello, I'm El Doggo. He does have a Spanish accent. I'm, I'm, I'm Spanish El Doggo. Accent. I'm a right. buckling Spaniel. Am I right in thinking this, this cat likes spaghetti as well? He's a big fan of spaghetti. Y- yes, he's a lot of spaghetti. Yeah, he goes. He, he always says, oh boy, spaghetti! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a, I'm a presiding officer of the law. I don't. Feel oh, sorry, like... officer. Sorry, officer. It's, it's, it's I, forgot, okay. I, forgot, I forgot you were here. It's okay. I, I'm used to it as much. It's, it's yeah, why yeah. They, they shouldn't dress me in camouflage for, <laughs> uh, for, for comedy stalls. Yeah, my, my, my entire uniform is hilariously covered in whoopee cushions. <laughs> I've mistakenly oh, been the, standing the, in the, the whoopee cushion, cushion aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Really blend in at comedy parties. Yeah, yeah. So, Whenever they had the underground comedy pun smuggling rings. So I, I thought that was the uh, the the whoopee cushion golem has been summoned again. <laughs> the whoopee cushion golem. Yeah, the whoopee cushion golem is sort of like, it's constituted entirely out of whoopee cushions. You write you write the name of someone uh, yeah. on a piece of paper, put it in but his mouth, not... and then it goes and farts on them. So <laughs> it's not it's not a Jewish golem. It's more of a more of a medieval sort of a Dungeons and Dragons sort of golem. No, oh, I, right, okay. I like the thought of just it's really <laughs> a, Jew, a Jewish whoopee cushion golem, like a hilarious. Various whoopee cushion made of clay and synagogues. I like the voice. <laughs> As a voice of Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, it's so difficult being a Jewish golem. Oh, all of these clay whoopee cushions are so impractical. Um, well, if you're uh, if you're actually a, a member of the comedy police, uh, you should arrest yourself because that joke was stolen from The Simpsons. Was it? Because they did the exact same joke of a Jewish golem. What about with clay whoopee cushions? Not clay whoopee cushions. It's just a Jewish golem that had like a hilariously Jewish voice. But you said Woody Allen. Yeah. But Wait a minute. Where's so the same, comedy? Same thing. You can't, don't lead me into a joke and then be like, <laughs> "No, fuck you, James. You stole that comedy." <laughs> oh, you were, you are framed. Wait a minute. Did someone steal comedy from the comedy shop? God. Oh no. <laughs> if only the comedy police was here. But all we've got is this Jewish golem. No Jewish golem. 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 Not a Jewish golem. <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> Stroking, stroking loads of coins. It's written that the only part of him that's accentuated in that way is his nose. <laughs> oh, <fun>. oh my <laughs> god! He's <laughs> gonna need a lot more rings than that. <laughs> this is the best bar mitzvah ever. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm in my cave and all these hobbits keep taking my rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a note to start on. Well, yeah. Oh, good old anti-Semitism to start <laughs> me coming back in the show fight for over two episodes. You were technically uh, last week. Oh yeah, disembodied. Yeah. Sort of like cut we, into it. 
Um, I think we'd like to take this opportunity to apologise to all of our Jewish and or Golem listeners. Also, <laughs> all people in general. I, I think Yeah, any, any, anyone with ears who has to listen to this, really. Anyone that likes comedy. You've yeah. come, though, to the right place because... This is a comedy shop. You can get some comedy, not yeah, yeah. for the price in the comedy shop, but for free from iTunes. Welcome to our little shop of banter. It's <laughs> what, 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 is, what is our comedy shop? Is it more of a sort of like small boutique or is it more sort of like a big sort of warehouse shop like Costco or JML? I imagine it's like basically... <laughs> you need a membership card to get yeah, it. Yeah, there's that, that big shelves and you have to buy it in bulk. No, I, I figure it's more of like a little stand that shops up at like quaint little local markets. And like oh, yeah, yeah. You go up and like the guy's got a bunch of jars and like one of them's like knock, knock jokes and you open it up and it's like, knock, knock, who's there? <laughs> the voice is that? I don't know. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? It was like a <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield bastard song with Yogi Bear. <laughs> I thought this story is well renowned for its homemade George Osborne gags. <laughs> That's all it's already got to its name. That's all it sells. Like people just walk past the Time, it's like people that look at the comedy, pick it up, sort of feel it a little bit, and put it back down. Nobody yeah. buys anything. <laughs> the Hawkins Bazaar of comedy. <laughs> Every now and then, a grand buys something for their daughter's Does birthday. Does anybody ever buy anything from Hawkins Bazaar? Because they... from my experience, people just go in. Like maybe this is just me doing it. Like you, you go in, you have a look at like the the slingshot that shoots monkeys all over. <laughs> Holy and then shit! Leave, and then you leave. It's real monkeys as well. <laughs> real fucking massive chimps, and they fucking they fling at you and just pull your nose off. This sounds like a, an no, avant- like- rip off. This, this, this no, is like no, an no. avant-garde reinterpretation of the Harambe shooting. <laughs> <laughs> no, the you, Harambe was like shot at that kid with his thing slingshot. <laughs> it's like bullets that fire bullets. You fire this chimp, and the chimp then throws his poo, and it's like, bam! I thought you were going to say the chimp throws a smaller chimp. <laughs> he just keeps going so on, so forth, like it's Russian like, nesting dolls. It, it, it's, it's like you get a big slingshot, you shoot a gorilla, i.e. Harambe, and, he, and, he, th- and he, he throws a chimp, and the chimp in turn throws a no, macaque. You, you just throw a really pregnant chimp who then gives birth in midair to an even more just pregnant chimp. Really, really shoots. <laughs> Wait, is it even more? So were these chimp fetuses pregnant? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh no no no! They, they get born like that chimp. Then in the space of a few seconds, grows into a fully grown chimp, and then in that, turn that, gives yeah, birth sorry. to another chimp. And so the circle of life continues. How did this chimp become pregnant? Like another the chimp wait, wait, the circle of mice. Sorry, the circle, the circle of, of, the circle no, of life. No, because that's what they pick out of each other when they're grooming. Uh, hey. I'm a senior. Uh, where's the comedy, what please? Come I don't know, know the words. Uh, and that's probably a good note as any to say uh, hello and welcome to Verbal Discharge. Yeah. Hi. Uh, the world's third to best comedy podcast not about uh, Harambe. Uh, <laughs> um I'm I'm James. This is my voice. You always say it. Well, it's been a while since you've said that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, no, that's, I, that's I the like sort of it. thing you only usually say in audio tests. I guess when so. You do it. Yeah, yeah James, but... I'm James. This is my voice. This no, is what used... my, my voice sounds like. He used to. There's a spate around episodes sort of 20 to 30 oh, when he said it every yeah, week when he introduced himself. In. And you haven't said it for a while. Just as Jordan hasn't said his catchphrase, you didn't have to touch him, Tommy. For about 20 episodes now. What a catch. I missed that. Oh, we got the shirts on as well, didn't we? Uh, You didn't uh, have to touch him, Tommy. And now what that? Then he stopped saying it as soon as they arrived. (laughs) They've been collecting dust in the discharge warehouse. Okay, uh, I'm Ben, and somehow I managed to sunburn my eyelid. Yeah, would you you care to give like some more exposition on that? Where you did that? Well, I've come back from a music festival, which was uh, Boomtown, my yearly uh, spiritual pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I didn't usually get I didn't get any sunburn like I usually do there. Um, except on yeah, except on my day. But like I'd, I'd been wearing like, a lot of face paint for the festival, right? And like I think on the last day I had sort of like a lot of sort of black face paint smeared through my face. Not black, not black <laughs> face, not black face. Okay. But like cause it, was, it was quite it was on quite thick and sort of bits that had peeling off the morning after. And I, I was just like, oh, there was, was quite a bit on my eye today. I just kept rubbing it. I kept rubbing it. It's like oh, there's, there's a bit there. So it's still like, quite a lot. Then looked at all the flakes coming off. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't remember this paint being white. <laughs> and then I looked in the mirror and I just peeled off a lot of my eyelid. Oh. Yeah. Somehow oh, wow. managed to, to not lose my eyelids, which is a, a plus, baby. Which is good because yeah. they're, they're, they're a very thin bit of flesh, your it eyelids. Is, yeah, so. it was like probably three layers of like skin there. Very essential. And it's all gone. I'd be like full snake without any eyelids. Hmm. Hey, uh, fun factoid. Uh, there were certain tribes of Native Americans who, uh, as a way of execution would cut off your eyelids and then tie you to a tree facing the sunrise huh. uh, so that you couldn't blink. And the sun would just basically melt your eyes as it, as it rose and you were, you couldn't look away. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm one of those tribes people. Uh, uh, hello, my name is Robbie. And yesterday I got kicked in the foot by Ken Loach. Oh, I haven't even heard about how this okay. all was. Oh, boy. Yeah, I went to Ken Loach. I mean, you went to me, Ken Loach's house. Yeah, I no, I just went inside Ken Loach. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, so, so is it like a fantastic void sort of situation? Yeah, exactly. You shut yeah. down the submarine to fix what's wrong with it. Osmosis Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Osmosis Loach. <laughs> Do you remember the live action like version with uh, yeah, but that, that, Osmosis Jones with Bill Murray? That was the, uh, that was the, the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came first in yeah, yeah. the series. Because mm. I remember like seeing the series and being like, oh, this is, this is really good. I really like yeah, this. Yeah. And then like I think Cartoon Network fun. aired the live action film. I remember, like, it was really weird because, like, there's a few jokes in it that aren't strictly Cartoon Network friendly. But I remember there's a bit when uh, Bill Murray's got, like, a, like he, he's really thirsty. Or, like, he's got a headache or something on his transports. And he's like, oh, here, have a beer. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Like, this this probably won't cure my hydration issues. And he's like, sure it will. It's wet. It's beer. And then Bill Murray's like, oh, okay. And then he, like, chugs a six-pack. And then it's just it's just weird seeing that on Cartoon Network. I was expecting it to be punchline. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I blame you or the writers. Blame us both. Yeah, we're both equally at fault. Uh, I talked more about Osmosis Jones, but Robbie, you were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you start chronologically, me and James uh, the other day went to see Jeremy Corbyn, yes, oh, the Great White Knight of Labour politics. Yeah. In yeah, he he did a rally in Derby. And the funny thing was, he clearly knew he was in the city though with this charge because halfway through his speech, he stopped and just started doing George Osborne joke jokes. Really? I, no, I wish that was a joke. Oh, yeah. no, no, it was no, actually. Well, 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 he actually well, did you it. wish that was a joke. Like, what did <laughs> he do? He, like, this is fantastic. This he is was sort of mid-sentence. He said something about he was talking. About, it, it was when Osborne was uh, announcing his was it his um, working it the, tax credits cuts. Yeah, it, on um, the disabled. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. so he started talking about how disgusting that was, and then he said, "George Osborne, by the way, I have no idea what he was on." Uh, I, uh, he, he, he said it. He said it as like a quick aside, though. Yeah. He was like, and I remember looking he at him. And he looking, he leant on the podium and winks at the audience. <laughs> he was. He, he winked like, wink uh, right at Robbie Owen. And <laughs> I, I, I Robbie like fainted. Yeah. He swooned. Yeah, he said uh, it was just really hot. Fell back was like a southern bell. He said it, it was something to the effect of like, oh, I, I, I remember thinking, what is this man on, and what is he on about? Yeah. <laughs> and then like there was a sort of murmur of recognition <laughs> through the crowd. <laughs> and, yeah, cocaine. It, it, it was interesting hearing Jeremy Corbyn make a cocaine joke and then he mm. sort of he began talking about it and then he said don't know what he's doing now by the way and yeah, I went yeah. back to it um, it was it was amazing just seeing him audition to be the what? fifth member of the podcast was he actually, <laughs> was he actually uh, like selling his uh, his new book Coke Jokes of Corbin 
yes, yeah. it was. Uh, but it was funny because I then went to the thing with Ken Loach the following day. Yeah. And despite the fact that one was, in theory, a Q&A with a film director and yeah. one was a Labour rally, yeah. the one that wasn't a Labour rally felt far more like a Labour rally yeah. because it was just people ranting at Ken Loach about how much they hate benefit cuts and the Tories and homelessness. Um, well, and then they took a question on the end and Ken Loach would go, yeah. There were a few <laughs> times when literally his response to the question was, yes, or I agree. Because they hadn't actually asked him a question. They just ran that just in. stared at him with like glassy eyes, yeah. slowly nodding. <laughs> These are my opinions and Ken Loach needs to hear about them. <laughs> but during the screening of the film, The Spirit of 45, which was a documentary made a couple of years ago okay. uh, about the 1945 election and the, the, what followed it, um, ah. it, he sort of walked towards the back of the room and I was stuck right on the edge and he kicked me slightly in the foot as he stood there. Oh. And I thought, huh, that's an interesting thing, being kicked in the foot by the director of the film you're watching. Did he apologise? Yeah. What did he say? I, I apologised to him. I sort of apologised to him for being in his way because he's Ken Loach. And he said, sorry. Oh, I was, I was hoping for more then. No, that was yeah. it. That's it. That's my Ken Loach. He, 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 he turned to you and he said, I'm sorry for kicking you in the foot, Robbie Owen. I've leveled this charge. <laughs> Says me, Ken Loach. <laughs> of <laughs> directing fame. <laughs> By the way, George Osborne, cool, was he on? Here, take this shiny mini copy of Ken. Yeah. <laughs> did Ken Loach actually have a Peregrine Falcon with him? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just carrying, just flying around the auditorium was a nightmare. Yeah, he stores them in his sleeves. So that he can deploy them at a moment. He's like Spider-Man. He just extends his arms and Peregrine Falcon shoot at them. He, 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 he uses them to climb walls, but it's like it's like a string of Peregrine Falcons like tied together. But he knew there was no official cinema code of conduct stating no Peregrine Falcons. Yeah, yeah. So he could do what he, he likes. He used a loophole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, to go back to it though, the uh, the Corbyn rally was a, was an interesting experience. Yeah, like, yeah. not like a. Did least... Britain first turn up? No, no. fortunately, ah. didn't. Um, it was interesting just seeing like as soon as the big man himself arrived, he was mobbed. Yeah, he was mobbed the entire time. Like, mm. but before he'd even worked his like, I remember he sort of worked his way across the front of the crowd, like towards the stage, and like the entire like sort of front third of the audience just got up and just surged towards yeah. him, and people were screaming. It was it was absolutely unreal. Yeah. I felt really sorry for him because he was yeah. just get, he was getting mobbed the entire time. When I was at Star Wars Celebration the other week, I noticed that we were all sort of loads of people just sitting on the ground, and pretty much as soon as John Boyega got up on the stage near us, everyone just sort of like everyone just jumped to the feet, and people just, <laughs> just sort of swarmed the stage. Oh my god! To get close to him, I would want to get close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Emotionally. I would, yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to be John Berger's friend. Like I'd like to be Jeremy Corbyn's friend. I'd like to be, like to be friends and with all of you listeners. Wait, you're saying that as though John Berger and Corbyn are like confirmed listeners. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, there's no way of proving that they aren't. No, they're both subscribed to our newsletter. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> newsletter? There's a newsletter? No. <laughs> I was, I was, hope you, I was hoping you'd at least yes and me there and I'd say what's in the newsletter, James. Um, but no. It's uh, basically it subscribe to the Verbal Discharge newsletter um, and every fortnight uh, we send you... Uh, Joke about uh, George Osborne doing cocaine. All it is, all, all it is, a, like a joke. Like there's like no formatting in the in the newsletter. It's just a, a joke from like a, a joke book I bought in like fucking 1998, and a series of choice quotes from the podcast, as well as like uh, discounts on all of our merchandise, <laughs> such as the "You didn't have to touch him, Tommy" t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, listeners, you didn't have to touch him, Tommy. <laughs> I like the way that instead of repl- coming up with a new guy to replace, constantly mention that George Osborne does cocaine. We we'll just start. A joke has become that we constantly mention George Osborne doing cocaine. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's just a meta joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. All the way down. 
Did anyone used to buy joke books when they were younger? I, oh, I, God, I, yeah. I yeah. yeah. It's, 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 a good, it's always a good testament of, uh, of a kid who's really, really desperate to... Uh, you know, get people to, in school to like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or people that can quote the jokes sort of offhand, but yeah. it doesn't sound natural coming out of their voice box. <laughs> Those are my favourites. What are the uh, uh, what are the cannibals said? The other cannibal one is eating a clown. This, you this taste, taste this, this hilarious. Taste, this taste funny. Oh. <laughs> Remember that, that was literally on, on a cover of a joke. Yeah. Book I had. Oh. One thousand and one hilarious jokes. I think I also own that book. <laughs> yeah, Did it have like a clown's head on the front. Yeah, it was yeah, a, and it said, and it had the joke there, and, and, and it's it, it quite a tall book as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also own that book. I own this also, book. Did oh everyone that owned that book become hilarious podcast hosts? Do, do, do you think? Evidently, that, do you think our book was brokers as people? Yeah, like, we, 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 like, we'd be much more like just sort of function, we were, much more functional people <laughs> if we'd never read that book. We now we're like the clown on the cover, the beheaded clown, because <laughs> no. cor- correlation does equal causation. <laughs> so it's like one of the things you read, and like the more into it you get, you, you feel yourself becoming less and less funny yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, I remember having a it, it was like some sort of like joke file thing and it, it was like it was literally just like a big sort of like, no, a small red folder yeah. and it had sort of like different sort of, different sort of like categories and stuff mm-hmm. and one part was sort of like how to make a joke and all it is is like some generic formula it's like it's like oh replace this meaning with this meaning and that's <laughs> what a joke is so just jokes with one formula um, so Ben um, yes there's a, there's a thing and this isn't A just because I forgot to do it on the interviewer episode <laughs> um, but also because you haven't been here for two weeks and obviously you haven't been here for two weeks so I haven't been here for two you weeks. may have you may have lost some of your comedic skills so we, we've just got to test it you know oh, just, just make, make sure they're all uh, sharp and honed and, well, and your I'm, wits are funny I'm pretty sure I'm 20% stupid after being there now so ah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. To be I've, I've lost a lot of my brain capacity it's okay well hopefully over the course of this exercise you can get some of that oh back boy. here we go here okay we go. so um i would like you i'm gonna read you um three things um and i need you to rank them and show me your working from most funny to least funny okay, okay. so in no particular order george osborne throwing a tantrum because his local shop is out of quavers <laughs> apartheid <laughs> and marlon brando being upset on a jet ski marlon brando being upset on a jet ski so most, most funny to least funny. Well, maybe we can figure this out. Like, what would Marlon Brando have to be upset about? And also, Being dead. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> just like putting on loads of weight. No, it depends. Is is it fat Brando? Is it is like moments before he died, Brando? I remember Brando as fat Brando. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I remember him. Well, when people say Brando, I think more streetcar named Desire Brando. Oh, when he was really, like, really when he had that whole like chiseled, chiseled look. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God damn, Marlon Brando's but handsome. Even more so, Orson Welles. Orson and what Welles. happened to him? Oh yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a big guy uh, as well. He, yeah, but you sort of look at Citizen Kane, where yeah. he's a handsome individual, and then by like Touch of Evil, where he is basically disgusting. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie just watching it with just repulsion. <laughs> just kills his top lip a little bit watching it. Ugh. Oh my god, this is revolting. Also, uh, number two, apartheid. Is it the apartheid? Is it just the idea of the apartheid happening? Um, or, or, or is it anything? Action. Or is it anything? Hap- yeah, is it the South African apartheid? Um, which one do you think would be more funny? <laughs> I don't really think the apartheid's funny at all. Yeah, really. but if one of them was funnier than the other one, which one would it be? Well, apartheid in general, the South African apartheid in particular. Yeah. I think South African apartheid in particular is funnier than yeah. the Why? idea. Because the idea of apartheid is inherently always awful, whereas the South African apartheid ended, so there's some levity in it. Yeah, so yeah. So you can create It's all in the past now, guys. It's yeah. all fine. Uh, I'd, I'd say, yeah, probably South African apartheid just because uh, 
South African accents inherently give me a lot of chuckle anyway. <laughs> Jimmy's got a book. <laughs> Can't resist every single time. Don't belong here, Blix. <laughs> so, um, do, you have, do you have an answer? Could, could you rank them? Um, so, assuming that it's South African apartheid, Fat Brando upset on a jet ski, or Osborne thrown in a tantrum because his shop's out of quavers? Uh, I'd say Fat Brando on a jet ski first. Okay. Uh, I imagine sort of like Fat, it's, it's sort of like spilling over the sides a little bit with his, like, his, his fatness. He was huge towards the end of those candid photos of him sort of like basically in his underwear by the window yeah, yeah, yeah it was like yeah, just massive so imagine mind. like sitting on the jet ski sort of spilling over the sides and I, I don't know he probably got like a, a burger in one hand as well like a massive burger and like you, you can barely see his tears because like all the salt water just washing at his face but like his eyes are red he's got a really sort of ugly crying and he's okay. zipping around on the jet ski it's uh, that, that's a some... I have to say it's a bit of a chuckle that, that's some like prime <laughs> I, I, quality comedy I'd have a small laugh if I saw that Okay, and then the other two? Uh, second one, I'd say... Uh, I'd say George Osborne. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it's like nearly nearly tied with South African apartheid because it's more... Um, I feel like I feel like George Osborne is more the obvious answer. Okay, okay. I, I can accept that. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas apartheid is... There isn't too much comedy there. Really. Yeah. <laughs> some, good old, some good old apartheid comedy guy. It's, it's like, it's like a, specific, a specific genre in comedy. Okay. You got, you got your um, you got your satire, you got your apartheid comedy. I'll, I'll accept yeah, that. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. It's a good ranking. Do you want to do the next one? The next one, sure. Go for it. Okay, so Ricky Gervais saying God isn't real for the thousandth time. <laughs> Come on, James, a thousandth. Um, a cold. <laughs> he probably got to the thousandth when he was like eleven. Yeah, he's probably like God. He must be like coming up to six figures now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he secretly thinks God is real? Yeah, he's, it's he's like, like yeah, he has to say it to himself. Like, God is real, guys. God is real. <laughs> it's like really sort of butch guys that are like, yeah, I'm not gay. Yeah, Definitely yeah. not gay. Are we just go to the gym together? Most of the... Uh, really we just share a changing room. Uh, especially like when I was in school, a lot of people who were like that literally turned out to be gay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The oh, thing is because oh like, when they're so insecure about it, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. you don't have any way to really respond to it except to, for just like this sort of like really stony faced denial. <laughs> no, 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 not not a puff or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ricky Gervais saying God's in real for the thousandth time. Um, a cold, uncaring universe that won't be affected in the slightest by your death. Or Angela Eagle. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with who Angela Eagle is. Um, Angela Eagle was. Is it an actual eagle? She. Is it, if, is it like a comedy eagle? She runs the market in Derby. Oh, really? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I was going to say no, that. She might be now. For was, our listeners I, outside of Derby, I, there actually, is an actually, eagle market. Uh, I was, I was going to say that's, that's, uh, that's our Sheena Holland, who, who, um, who runs the night market in Derby. She Shout out to Sheena Holland. was a front bencher on uh, Corbyn's Labour uh, opposition. Oh, yeah. But, um, basically, like, stabbed him in the back, tried to claim the leadership for herself, and was then met with pretty much the entire Labour membership saying, no, fuck off. And now she's just like had to return to the back benches from when she came. So I'd, I'd say the cold, uncaring universe is the funniest because it's more of a divine comedy. It's, yeah, uh, that's yeah, it, so. it, it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's more us laughing at ourselves like, haha, was, there's no point then. We're, we're just going to die <laughs> well, anyway. Well, none of this means anything. That's, that's pretty funny. I'd say Ricky Gervais is probably the least funny just because yeah. it stopped being funny. Like, okay. I, but, 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 but there was a point, I guess, when I was uh, when I, when I was uh, an edgy atheist with nothing better to do. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's right. God, God isn't real. Yeah. But when it was like, no, nah, I, I don't know, I don't know, Ricky. You say that a lot now. I was like, Every, hi, hi, it's funny you're saying that a lot. I was like, 
Oh, it's sad now. You everybody said it, you said it too much. Everybody has that, um, like that sort of stage, though. I think. I think because, like, especially with, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I always went through school and was always like forced to do prayers and like always yeah, had yeah. it sort of forced on me. So as soon as you reach an age where you're at a time when you can actually question it and take a stance against it, yeah, you become very snooty about it. Mm. But mm. the thing is, like, that kind of died out when I was about maybe like 16 I was like oh maybe I shouldn't just have a go at people's beliefs yeah, and I think yeah. it says a lot that Ricky Gervais is still doing it mm. yeah um, as, a, so, as a grown man so would you say that that's the least I, funny and I, I'd, I'd say Angela Regal is uh, is the second most funny okay okay yeah. that's her career yeah. is funnier than her yeah yeah just because it's just boy, it, it kind of it rose it, for a bit it, and then it, plummeted it, it, it sounds like an of, eagle being shot it's like the sort of situation when I could that do like a really obnoxious screaming laugh in the face of someone who's this has happened to yeah just yeah. yeah. going to go ah ah so, like sort of cascade spit all over them while I'm doing it as well <laughs> or just forget about or forget about yeah, yeah. exactly so Might be that. I've got a laugh first I've got a screaming yeah. laugh in the face no, no but I think more like <laughs> and then forget <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, so I'd, I'd say uh, um, the Uncaring Universe, funniest, Angela Eagle, second, and uh, uh, Ricky Brave. Very good, very good. I, I like your responses. Would you like to do the third and final? Am I being analysed, sir? Uh, this is the final one. Yeah. Um, admittedly, these were meant to go to three different interviewees, but fuck it, you're here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, into you. Am I, I'm, uh, I'm being interviewed for my position back. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes at the end, and we'll, we'll, have, we'll have an assessment. Um, <laughs> yeah, you and Robbie just going to go to the other side of the room and sort of like whisper. Hmm. We're going to have like a, an apprentice style moment where we're like one of us will be sat across the desk and like pretend to actually give a shit about James uh, being Donald Trump in this situation and the US Apprentice. I've uh, I've heard a bunch of things from like people who are on the Apprentice, and apparently most of it is like just standing around and waiting for Alan Sugar to turn up so they can film. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> and when they actually go out into the street and like have to approach people, they spend more time getting people yeah. to sign waivers to say they can appear on the BBC oh than they do actually asking them about the product. And as someone that was almost on The Apprentice, there's a lot of actually, which I actually was for this mm. unaware. Um, We've I done was, this story before, haven't have we? we? But it was, I, was uh, I, final, I think so, but it's an interesting story yeah. anyway. No, but I was in the final 50 of The Junior Apprentice mm. um, and then didn't get on. But um, but no, like there was a you have to stay in the hotel without any contact with anyone else outside of the, the other contestants on the show. Yeah. Um, for the entire sort of eight nine weeks, um, if you're still in it, and if you're out, you've got to stay there anyway. But you do, even though you do get access to the internet. Um, and again, there's sort of there's, there's things I had to sign even before sugar? getting there. Did that. you meet Nick? No, no, I didn't. No, I just met a load of like BBC employees. Oh man, yeah. Uh, but sorry, no, your list. Oh yeah. So basically, um, uh, in no particular order. A donkey at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> What's it doing Jimmy. there? <laughs> um, Nigel Farage Is when he's playing Golem. Yes, yes. <laughs> donkey, uh, a Jewish donkey in a Golem. Uh, Nigel Farage when he's playing crashed. Nigel Farage. Oh yeah, I've, I've got I've got a photo that is saved on my computer of Nigel Farage with his big bloody nose, like standing in a field with a crash plane. Or Again, he... Jordan's he's... birth. Jordan's birth. <laughs> That's <was> pretty funny. <laughs> So, uh, could could you rank those? I'd say Jordan's birth would be funny if he still spoke in his Telfordian accent as he was born. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's like he's like smacked by the midwife. Oh, hey, uh, there was um, as some of us might Ow. some of us might recall. Stop as it! A, I've a, just been born. As a, as a little aside, um, some of you might remember hearing on the news. Um, I remember seeing it like on the TV at work. Um, there was an incident in Telford where like Jordan was born. No, the uh, this week um, the police tasered an old man to death. 
Holy fuck! It was a, it was a former footballer. It was, was it? Yeah, was it? he was a, a former, former footballer. Like, he used to play for like West Ham. Yeah. So yeah, and he he died by being tailored to death by the police. <laughs> you said tailored to death. Tailored to death. Yeah. Tailored they, to death. They went and just. We're going to measure the shit out of you, son. <laughs> they made his clothes too tight. They just put too many suits on him. He couldn't walk down the road. <laughs> Just eventually starved. Yeah. It's a really, really slow death. Like, goddamn, this is a slow and agonising death. Wouldn't but at least fu- I look good. Wouldn't that be <laughs> fucking terrifying? As an, uh, as being the elderly and being electrocuted to death. Mm. Uh, oh, he wasn't that old. He was like in his fifties. I, I, I know a person who I, who I won't name, um, who went to a music festival, took a load of acid, and, uh, and then became so rowdy, he got tasered by the security. So, so he got tased while he was an acid. You, that must have been shit. He, he, he told me he just kept reliving that the moment of just like it, it felt like he had actually gone to hell and he was being like electrocuted over and over and over and over. Oh wow! Yeah. So what? Oh, you know, I, I probably shouldn't ask like what he did to justify them tasering him. I think he was just being just too roundy and dickish. Ah, okay, okay. I think I know the person you're on about. Maybe. Is it? Yeah, let, let, let's not name names <laughs> for our own sake and theirs. So, speaking of which, where is Jordan this week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got tasted to death in Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what was the uh, what was the options again? Okay, so um, a donkey at a bar mitzvah. What's it doing there? <laughs> uh, Nigel Farage when his plane crashed, or Jordan's birth? I see Nigel Farage and his plane crash is pretty funny. Yeah, that's e- I think that's easily the funniest one. I've I've got the uh, the image that I saved and, and edited. Uh, I got the picture of Nigel Farage. Uh, I made it black and white. Um, I highlighted the blood in his nose and put a gun in his hand and put the Sin City logo. On <laughs> There's this week's podcast art. Yeah. Um, also, the second one being oh no shit, what else was the children's birth and. Jordan's don't keep the bomb What's don't, it doing there? I barely stopped laughing since I heard the thoughts. Um, I'd say Jordan's birth being second because you know, you know because of a donkey at the bomb. Really? Leave it alone. It's visiting really? family. It's visiting family. You well, don't what's really, it doing there? Yeah, but it's visit, I don't know. It's like maybe it's in front of the family and everything. Well, like it, it needs to be. Uh, like, I suppose Jesus came into Bethlehem on a donkey and he was Jewish. Yeah, so yeah. exactly. Yeah. Also, uh, it, it's, it's just it's just there to uh, see his like his friend or family member. Like you know. Become a man, really. Yeah. yeah. Is it a donkey bar mitzvah or is it a human bar mitzvah? I think I'm assuming it's a human's bar mitzvah, but like, yeah, because there. because like it, it inherently uh, asks the question, what's it doing there? And you, you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't ask that if it was a donkey bar mitzvah. What's yeah, this what? donkey doing? A bar mitzvah for donkeys? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just think we raise the donkey up on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that, whinnying, that, just that, no that, idea what the that, fuck that, that is going really on. awkward to get donkey to sit on the chair and lift up the chair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, it's fair to laugh at the donkey's religious beliefs. To be honest, that wasn't strictly what I was getting. Sorry, I feel yeah. like I've been we've all been coming across as quite anti-Semitic yeah. this entire episode. <laughs> like, this is this is uh, accidentally happened. That's not true. I really like Woody Allen films. <laughs> is the donkey circumcised? Um, yes, because it would be funnier. <laughs> Wait, donkeys have foreskins. You know what? I think this is yeah. something we need to Google. Yeah, we jo- Jordan's that. birth. I'd imagine Jordan's birth is pretty funny. Yeah, that must have been horrible yeah, for Toby yeah. Toby. We love yeah, you, Toby yeah. Toby. <laughs> when when um when she's like I don't know, little Jordan Reynolds just slipped out of there. Uh, <laughs> he slipped out. What? No, like, like with the big comedy, Slip, like slipped out. Like it, it was like a um, like a top. You know his whistles. You go. Whoa. 
See, I was, I, the way you said it, I was more imagining it, it was like a comedy fall, like he, he flips and you had a little woo sound, yeah, it was. and he was like whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Jordan like then had a, a voice of like an American surfer. Yeah, jo- jo- whoa, I'm Jordan Reynolds. Jordan, Jordan was born. He, uh, he, he slipped out, snapped immediately from his um, from his umbilical cord, and then like hissed at the midwife and, and scampered under the, uh, the bed. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you want an answer? Donkeys oh, do have foreskins. Oh, oh so the donkey can be circumcised. Fantastic, Almost fantastic. all mammals have foreskins. Yeah, including myself. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'm a mammal. Koalas, koalas do. It's apparently really important for koalas. Koalas have really important foreskins. <laughs> How important? So, so, so you can't um, get Jewish really, koalas. Wait, really? In koalas, as, in, as in important in terms of their biology or important socially? They just really <laughs> praise their foreskins. That's right, I need this. They have foreskin parties. Um, <laughs> don't, don't we all, though? Don't we all? Is that a band name? Koala foreskin party? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what a bar mitzvah is anyway? No, koala <laughs> foreskin party. Foreskin party. No, that's, uh, no, because you don't get you, uh, your foreskin cut off at your bar mitzvah. You get your oh, foreskin no, cut off. But in a couple of minutes, we've solved the podcast name and art. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic! Well, we're planning ahead, so we don't say that. I have a, uh, I've got a friend again. I'm not going to name names. um, Who went? Who he was? He was circumcised when he was ten, and his basically his parents told him that he was going to the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) And then they brought him like to a urologist. And he was just like, this isn't a zoo. And they cut off a bit of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. But was there a donkey there? Because um, that would God, I hope so. A <laughs> donkey was present in the corner. Just <laughs> <stood> <laughs> like, like a registrar like, presiding over the yeah. entire thing. I imagine thing. it's sort of like hidden slightly in the shadow, but like you're, you're certain there is a donkey there. <laughs> you also had an elephant in the room. Uh, it <laughs> no, was a zoo, actually. A donkey. a donkey and an elephant nah. just sitting there. Just yeah, hanging yeah, about. Yeah. They just that, got was, th- that was the elephant trunk. That's the foreskin. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Oh, you can. You got. Yes. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Congratulations! You've had a beautiful baby discharge. So the Olympics. They continue to go on. Yeah, they continue to be a thing. Yeah. I, I've not watched the second part of the Olympics, but okay. I know uh, our country is doing fairly well. Yeah, we're, we're second in the rankings. To America? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're cool. beating China and Russia. Whoa. Can you imagine how angry they are? <laughs> that, I mean, they're they're going to have to like, really double time with the drugs next yeah. time. We're like, going like, really to breed the super, super humans next time. Yeah, they need to actually start breeding them rather than yeah, trying yeah. to create them later in life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not how you do it. That's not how you it's create been, uh, It's been cool to watch. There's been a lot of like really amazing stuff going on. Uh, yeah. Tragically, our um, dick beast friend Jessica Ennis mm. um, did not replicate her. Yeah, she only got silver. She, uh, uh, she didn't get another gold. Like, surely, though, surely, like, yeah, you need, you need to hope she's not doing so well. So then she like drops her state it's low enough for, uh, for, for, for us to be able to meet her and yeah, make us uh, say dick to say the word dick beast. Speaking of a dick beast, did you see the guy that was beaten by his own penis on the... Yes, I did. Oh, beaten oh, by his own penis. Yeah. Oh, um, it was terrible. The penis or... Both. <laughs> he vaulted on his penis. <laughs> yeah, he was to really be honest, erect. Kind of, yeah. He um, basically, like, he was doing, a, you know, the high jump where you got to, like... Oh, sorry, yeah, the pole vault. I'm assuming, like, like is he was... like, did, did, his, did his dick and balls, like, just knock the pole off? Yeah, yeah. literally. As oh. he was going over, like, he was set to clear it and his dick and balls just knocked it down like and you can actually see the point because you know they've got that camera right on the bar yeah you can literally see his dick <laughs> hit the bar and it goes 
It's amazing. Uh, I thought you said it goes boing. <laughs> I've seen loads of dicks hit the bar, but they tend to just be people that are, that are dicks in bars. In bars. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. What a pun. Uh, other headlines: Usain Bolt still Usain Bolt. Um, yeah, I'm amazed. He, that I didn't think you could pull it off. But it's about halfway through. He was just sort of way behind. And he went, actually, yeah, might as well win gold and sort of sprints and he, he, always, he always does that. Yeah. He was sort of like just like doesn't give a fuck like until like the last <laughs> second. He's like, yeah, well, I'll do it. Yeah, like he, he's he's like he's like the the hair from the tortoise and the hair fable, but <laughs> actually successful. <laughs> I always think it's like um, the Incredibles where he's sort of slowing down to make a close race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was interesting though, like. Because, I mean, the, the thing with short-distance sprinters is generally they've got a shelf life of, like, three or four years. Yeah. And for Usain Bolt to be able to easily still be breaking his own records, still be breaking world records and getting gold medals after 12 years is such a fucking He's accomplishment. first sprinter to win three consecutive goals. Yeah, in madness, madness. I mean, you say that. I expect mean, now that Usain Bolt would, um, by the time the next Olympics, would be shot in the head and turned to glue. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if he can pull it off next time, but I said that for this one, so who yeah, knows? Yeah. I say he's not thinking of he's not targeting four years time. Uh, oh. but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, he, he'll just go straight to the next. He'll just run so fast that he travels four years ahead in time <laughs> and goes to the next one again. Um, there's another event that I don't know if it's actually an event, but is is being in love an event? Is that? Oh, you event? are referring to the. Are you referring to the cycling couple? Are you? No, but what's the cycling couple? Um, there is a couple, um, Jason something and oh, yeah, yeah. Thingy something, um, and they, they're, they're a couple, yeah, uh, and they both done incredibly well at this Olympics, um, like together. And they're, even though they, they're both Olympic gold medalists and they're both incredibly well accomplished in their field, there was still a moment when they were standing together, like feeling really, really happy that they've got their gold medals. And the guy Jason leans across to his girlfriend uh, and uh, like world class athlete and asks her, "What's for tea?" <laughs> really? Yeah. And then he asks her, "What's for tea?" And she, she like you see her sort of giving this little look of like, "You fucking what? Like, <laughs> I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I don't have to cook you shit." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's fucking. It is remarkable. So what's what's the what's the true but, story? But yeah. Glory. So um, the event regular listeners may know that my favourite Olympic event is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I spent most of sort of the six day period was on watching the rugby sevens. Oh, um, okay. all of it. It's the first time rugby sevens has been in the Olympics. First time rugby's been in the Olympics since 1924. And the first three days, it was the women's tournament. Yeah, and I mean, it was a fearsome competition. Yeah, it was really. Good. I actually, I probably. I are might are, are you in love with that a massive rugby woman? No. Is it that one? I can't remember her name, but there was that um, Kiwi player who was just fucking crushing everyone. Uh, yeah, Portman. That's a name, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, Portia, Portia Woodman. Sorry, not Portman. Yeah, Portia Woodman. Yeah, she she was pretty good. No, um, she married. I was. I don't know. Should we, should we try and fuck you up? But, <laughs> Rob, no, but Robbie, Robbie, do you want to marry her? Because <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that click went off in the in a power box after like after the pause. Like no, just we've no. decided that the entire building needs to shut down. Because <laughs> I, I think I think I've broken something saying that. <laughs> Um, no, but the first game in the Olympics was between France and Spain. Yeah. Um, and the French team come out and they do some rugby and the Spanish team out, come out and they do less rugby, hence why they're lost. Um, <laughs> but there's a bit where France are doing some rugby and they score one of the um, one of the rug- rugby rugbies, you know, at the end when they took the ball score down. Score the rugby. And they get rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
And there's a bit where the the rugby judge, um, <laughs> the rugby judge, <laughs> is it a rugby? He's running alongside them with the cap and the, ga- the gavel. He's got a wig, yeah, the wig on. Uh, basically, the referee at one point uh, turns to the in goal official and says, "Was what's that for, a try? What's for tea?" <laughs> <laughs> and at which point, I noticed there the the in goal official uh, give the most adorable nod I've ever seen. And, oh, that, and, this must be a fucking adorable nod. Yeah. Oh, what's, the, what's, sort of, a, what's an adorable nod, Robbie? Like, no, no, so, so it's just for us, the listeners can't see it. It was like there was a face you put, sort of a smiley face, and like a, a nod. I can't do it. That's I, adorable. <laughs> I can't. I can't do the nod. Oh. Um, but I, I watched it and I melted like the cheese I'd forgotten. I got out half an hour beforehand. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. And wrapping that cheese. I, I, it melted. Did you um, eat it? Or? What cheese yeah, was it? Yeah, it was grated oh. cheese. Um, oh, cool. George Cheddar. Yeah, Sainsbury's. Um, I, yeah, over the course of the three-day tournament, yeah. I watched her closely. I discovered her name was Jessica Beard. Oh, here um, we go. Or Jess Beard. And then, um, and then, long story short, Robert's now phoning her up, breathing on the phone for a few minutes. And, <laughs> and then up, hanging and up. Then, and then crying. That's <laughs> <laughs> what so I do anyway, so I might as well do it to a person. <laughs> see, see, what I do is uh, I, I phone people from uh, an 0100 number and say, Excuse me, we're trying to get in contact with uh, James Boston. <laughs> Don't say that because they will find me. <laughs> You'll never find me, Debt Collection Agency. <laughs> but yeah, I have no idea whether she's actually a good referee or not because I was just focusing on how adorable she was when she like she'd award a try or she'd blow for penalty and it'd be like, oh look at her raise her arm, oh, yeah. oh, oh, look at her raise her little arm. Yeah, um, she's a Kiwi lady. She's from ah. New Zealand. Which is fine because I thought about moving there. It's a Brexit anyway, so I feel like. <laughs> how, how have you yeah, found so. all this information out about? Um, I found out one. There was one game where she was the main referee, and they said the referee, to, and I was like, "It's her! It's her! It's her!" Um, and they went, "The referee today is Jessica I, Beard I, from New Zealand." I've never seen anybody fanboy over a referee. Oh, you, there's there's a rugby referee called Nigel Owens, um, yeah, who's yeah. Uh, on the side of stand-up comedian as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he oh, wow. the final. Yeah, uh, and I mean, he yeah. he's got a big sort of fan base. But I mean, other I mean, than him, usually the sort of thing people that say that, oh, come on, ref, you're blood, you are. Yeah. Well, oh, this ref's got more cards than Hallmark. Oh. <laughs> That's what I always remember <laughs> hearing. <laughs> but, He's but, only got two. He just uses them often. <laughs> see, see I'm, I'm only remembering some, like, I don't know, like, being, like, uh, in, a, in like, a packed pub when the football was on when I was, like, a kid. And then it's like just, just hearing all these like, football phones, like, just shouting at it and everything. It's like, so we it's can just, hear. It's like, I don't understand. <laughs> I also. I am six. I had a brief Reddit conversation um, with a guy. I like someone said like, "Oh, what's the standard refereeing been like in the women's competition?" And I said, "Pretty good," but then I'm biased because my future wife is one of the refs. Um, and a guy replied, another guy replied saying, "Oh, I think I met you at, um, at a New Zealand rugby union event a few years ago. We drank really heavily and passed out." And it turned out this guy actually knew and was a drinking buddy of Jess Beard's boyfriend. Oh, wow. yeah. the but, rabbit hole keeps he going. Thought, he thought I was actually him. Oh, um, wow. And I cleared that up. Did he, oh, I did why don't you keep it going? I thought oh, I oh no, we, we've seen how this went before with the um, when, when you got that, that lady's uh, treatment for a script. See, but I, this did make me think, hold on, she's an actual real person. Yeah, yeah. And so I started Googling and I found <laughs> her on Facebook. No, oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. And... I thought there's only one way I can, one thing I can do here. Oh no! <laughs> you know where this is going. Oh! What, what, what no. did you do, Robbie? What did you do? Send her a date, <laughs> uh, 
Well, I might as well have. I'd probably be less embarrassed. I sent a message, didn't I? Send you, send you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Bobby, you are so beautiful. <laughs> where are you from? Be my friend. I know where she's from. She's from Auckland. Um, oh my God. Yeah, you know she, that. She got, she got into refereeing because she was doing a DV and she needed to do it as a voluntary thing. Uh, um, and she just continued Robbie, doing it you have commit a startling amount of information well, about this, this woman. Is, if we're going to get married, then we need to, don't we? Um... So, Rob, is Robbie, this like Robbie, in Robbie, two weeks' time? Are you going to travel to New Zealand and then come yeah. back with, with like her skin in your fucking suitcase? <laughs> She's still in Rio at the moment, so uh, no, um, you, you, yeah, that's why you're going to Auckland to wait. Yeah. <laughs> be there for her when she be back. at her house. <laughs> um, Let yourself in and sniff her underwear. <laughs> but yeah, I hope her boyfriend isn't in. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure he's in Rio as well. I see. Okay, I looked for a Facebook profile. Mm. And she had a few in a row with this guy in the picture. And yeah. she's now changed it to one without him in. Oh. Um, so I'm hoping maybe that means... Do you go through all the profile pictures as well? No. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I found a... I, sorry, I, I wrote her a message. Um, and this is that message. Okay, oh, okay. boy. Here we go. Dear Jess. Oh. oh, so informal as well. <laughs> I, 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 no, I went for dear rather than hi. So... I don't know, it's interesting because you haven't called her Jessica. You've Not Miss Jessica Beard. You've been very formal Mrs. with dear, but very informal with Jess. But so you should have said Jess, my dear. Her Facebook profile is Jess Beard rather than Jessica Beard. Ah. So I thought I'm safe oh, doing so that. yeah, keeping in a yeah, line yeah. with everything. Yeah, I mean, you could have like, kept an ask for any of the, hi, Jess. <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think dear is a bit weird in a Facebook message. It is a bit. Yeah. Um, Carry on. You really, yeah, damage is done. Dear, <laughs> dear Jess, this may seem like a bizarre and random message to receive, oh. but please bear with me. Oh no! Are you about to tell that you're a prince and you trapped down a, <laughs> a, a mine or something, and she needs to send you some rubles down the rugby oh. mine? Uh, I saw you officiating at the Rio Olympic just last week, and have been able to stop thinking about you ever since. Have you- oh my <laughs> god! Oh, oh god! Oh, oh Robbie! Uh, Robbie! Uh, Jesus! Oh my! Jesus god. Christ! Keep going! Is this fucking, <laughs> it's fucking real. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Oh my! Yesterday I stood. I stood by no, traffic definitely, lights. Definitely not. Yesterday I stood by traffic lights for three hours because I was thinking so hard about you raising your arm toward Amy Wilson Hardy's try in the sixth minute of the match between Great Britain and Canada. I forgot which little coloured man went across the road. Now, <laughs> now, I don't know what this is a new paragraph. Oh. Um, now I don't know what love is, but I once read a Huffington I Post article. Me. That says, <laughs> I, I, I once read a Huffington Post article that told me that science says it's probably real. So I've come to the conclusion that I'm probably in love with you. Oh, oh fucking I, hell. I realise realize it's early in the relationship to say this. What? Jesus <laughs> Christ, Robbie. But from the moment I saw you advise Amy Perrett, I looked at the name of the referee from that first game. Um, from the moment I saw you advise Amy Perrett that she could award France the try in their opening game against Spain, I felt it. I have felt love. I understand that this is ridiculous and realistically the best case scenario is that you freak out and get, get a restraining order, which as a legally binding document considering the two of us, the closest we'll probably ever come to marriage. But there's a part of my brain that hopes, that dreams. I'd imagine it's the same part that feels love. And this part of my brain couldn't stand any longer without saying something to the most beautiful referee I've ever seen. And that includes Steve Walsh, who is a notoriously handsome rugby referee. A few years ago, but recently retired. I thank you and apologise in equal measure, Robbie. Oh my Jesus God. Christ, um, Robbie! So, I send that to her. So, is anybody aware? I think there must have been about 
it'll be more than 10 years ago now was that the man who was stalking Bjork and then he, he like kept sending him a, I think yeah he kept like I don't know bothering him stuff mm. and I, I think at one point he, like, he, he sent like a basic an acid bomb to try and burn her face wow. and, 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 then, and then eventually um, eventually he basically posted a video of himself shooting himself in the face over a canvas to wow. hopefully, send it, hopefully send it to her um, that's, that's the vibe I'm getting off you right now <laughs> Uh, yeah, send that to her. Yeah, uh, yeah. She hasn't replied. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't imagine it, why. Like, oh, why why wasn't she drawn in by that one? <laughs> has, it, has it been seen yet? Um, it isn't showing anything. Uh, it isn't showing anything. I said oh, it's two it days won't ago. do because it's, uh, I'm assuming your dad was a friend. No. Yeah, yeah. So it won't show you if she's seen it or not. Yeah. I'm hoping though, that maybe she's... She's probably blocked you What's, by now. What do you think the next move is? Um, well, what you need to do yeah. is get stop messaging her. Okay, get her address. Okay, <laughs> we're mixing things here. You need to go to her house, send her body yeah. hair, break in. Yeah, okay, I've got lots of body hair. That's fine. Yeah, uh, you do, you do. Take a shit in her shoes. <laughs> okay, uh, her like rubber boots, like refereeing boots, or just like. Heels or any uh, shoes? Mix it up. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't necessarily just have to shit in one of the shoes. Like, um, what you okay. want to do is you want to break the shit up into chunks okay. uh, and Go. shape it like love heart. So what you're saying is I need scatter to scatter it in all the shoes. I need to eat a big meal beforehand, so I've got plenty of shit to go around. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can probably do that. Um, that sounds terrible. And then murderer. And then, no, yeah, I don't want to murder her. That defeats the objective, doesn't it? Yeah. And this is just like but, a. But, but Robbie, if you can't have her. <laughs> and this is like a Robert Browning thing, and I, I kill her to preserve the moment we were together. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Oh, Robbie. Okay, well, thank you. That's, that's top <laughs> dating advice. Um, if you've got any love problems you want solving, why not email us at things at Verbal Dishes? Can, can, can we do an agony art section when we get like your, well, whoever actually listens involved? Like yeah. send, send, like send us a love question please do please do we, we, we need the agony art corner next so time so you've, you've solved mine um, yeah, yeah. of how I we were Kiwi rugby referee we, we may or may not all the time suggest that you stalk and kill the person eh, it works yeah yeah works. I mean can we I mean it works like it, you know, it works on paper really yeah, you know, when yeah. It, when it comes, if you're trying to, to, if you're trying to yeah, yeah. a piece of paper yeah, best yeah. way to do it is to follow it around its neighbor <laughs> follow around a little <laughs> and then stab it with a pen do you remember the old Sainsbury's adverts with little Bill it was like a little sentient bill. Do you remember that? Is it I in, do not like, remember a receipt? That. Yeah, 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 I know. It's, yeah, it, it, it was a sentient receipt. What? The same was had, an, had, a, had like a mascot called a Little Bill. And it was a sentient receipt. Oh my receipt. god, I, I think I actually do remember I have this. No little Bill. Little tiny Bill. I might imagine stalking Little Bill and fucking ripping him in half when he went down alleyway. So um, the other day at work... Um, you met Little Bill. I was stood behind um, little bill. the cafe... Um, and there were some kids being like a bit rowdy, yeah, uh, like, like out, out in the area. And I was, I was stood there behind the counter watching them, just thinking, oh, "Look at these fucking little shits, thinking they can come into my cafe and have fun." <laughs> um, and one of them got like a piece of paper and folded it up into a paper airplane, and he kept like looking over at me. And it was just and he, like, he's like, "Don't you do it? Don't you fucking no, I was do just, it?" I was watching it, and it was that moment of just like, "He's gonna, he's gonna do it, isn't he? He's gonna do it." And all of his friends were sort of giggling, and then sure enough, he span around threw the paper aeroplane at me and I had the very fun moment of like grabbing it out of the air, <laughs> ripping it in half <laughs> and saying, don't. Oh. And then, like, and then he, he ran away to his mum. Beautiful. Like, have you have you just become uh, like, um, you know, you know like, when you're younger and your parents that were so like, oh, don't, don't, don't make trouble with the man will tell you off that. Dara <laughs> Green did a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, I feel like I, I've I've been that person that in a, a lot of times in my jobs recently. It's really weird just being the man. The man, uh, yeah. Like uh, like the, the, the sort of like it's it's just odd the, having the parents man will tell you use, off use that, you the, the, for like leverage against their children. The, the, the man will let you have your dinner. And <laughs> the other thing is sort of being having worked like hey I've mentioned this before he fairs where you've got parents coming around with mm. their pupils trying to push them to go to university I'm yeah. thinking do you know what two years ago that was me yeah, yeah, and yet yeah. now here I am I'm the man yeah, from Derby yeah, yeah, yeah. or like the annoying person from Derby that comes in and like you use as a dos about session yeah um, S- sits in the back chair backwards yeah yeah what's it's you just have that, when you've when you just been down with a kid you sit in the chair backwards you listen no, basic, backwards baseball cap yeah yeah, yeah. It's just it's really weird those moments that kind of force you to look at yourself from someone else's perspective. Yeah, and you think like, who am I? Who am to, I to this person? There's this small character, this tiny role I'm playing in their life. You've mm. just defined empathy. Yeah, is that wait? Is that is that empathy? Well, being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Oh no. What's what's empathy? Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Should we, should we stop there? Yeah. I've, I've got another fun anecdote about work. Oh, Do you want to tell you a fun anecdote about work? Drop it on us. Um, drop it on us is, uh, is, is kind of interestingly relevant. So, oh, so, uh, so you, you, you drop a big cinder block in a little boy. Yeah, that was exactly it. Um, so yeah, so basically, um, that, like the, the place I work, uh, is there's, there's quite a lot of stuff there. And we've got this huge car park. Uh, and the car park is often frequented by gypsies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh. we've had in the past a lot of problems with like the proper like Romani gypsies who are coming in and like causing a trouble and starting fights and everything. But they, they weren't that bad. Um, they, they were they were the chump change of the gypsy world. And then quite oh, recently... They're a low-level gypsy. They're, we, they're like, you know, it's, it's, it's like... Um, but, but like sort of video game NPCs right? yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. exactly. but the, the, the Romani gypsies are the ones you meet sort of on early levels yeah 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 <laughs> like, like the, the ones that like that they'll attack you really slowly so yeah, that you yeah. can learn how to do yeah, the controls yeah. they, they, have, they have just bronze weapons or something but now we've had uh, some proper proper like you know the sort oh. of English sort of Irish oh. pikey gypsies ah uh, level 60 coming gypsies in. yeah like the really yeah. high ones they've got great loot though when you kill so, them towards, yeah, <laughs> towards <laughs> the end of the game <laughs> Um, but yeah, so basically, we've had all of these uh, pikeys and these gypsies coming in. They camped out in the uh, in the car park, and not only did they come in uh, and start a fight with the general manager, as in literally start a fight with him. How, how did they start a fight with the general manager? They just started trying to like punch him. Why? For no <laughs> discernible reason. Well, I, th- I think basically, like they came in and like tried to run onto the like onto the park yeah yeah um and we're basically told like no you're not allowed to you've got to pay and they they were like oh well we'll, we'll give you this much and let us on and we we're like no we can't do that yeah, yeah and then they demanded to speak to the manager the manager came out and they just started trying to attack him and basically like security had to come and like drag them out and then what the fuck what they did that's the first time though in which someone's fought <laughs> hold, hold on if, if I defeat the manager <laughs> in single combat then I'll be able just imagine the rest of your time as a security man at a trampoline park it's like finally I've got something to do James didn't say he works at a trampoline park I've mentioned it before <laughs> I think on the podcast. oh I, I tried to sort of cover the tracks there <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so, so basically so. they um they came round um, to the back of the building, they, they went uh, the other day actually. But the last thing they did before the, uh, the before they left the car park, very very kindly, I told Pooh. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They uh, brought all their caravans and their like, uh, motorhomes round to the back of the building, just through the wall where my little cafe section is, mm. and they emptied all of their septic tanks uh, ah, at the back of the building, fun. and the entire workplace was flooded um, as all of the smell of like fermented old shit came fermented. through the vents. Get drunk of drinking. <laughs> uh, James told me the story the other day. And I had the exact. I said fermented in exactly that mm. way when he said fermented old shit. <laughs> Actually, it's funny that you yeah, say get that. Get drunk off shit. Because I vividly remember saying the word festering. Festering. Did you? Festering. festering. When I said, and you went festering. And yeah. I went, it was the same uh, intonation as Ben said. Yeah, I don't know what it is about just like three syllable fester. f words. Yeah. Fetid. No, three Flamingo. syllable. Three syllable f words. <laughs> I think fluoxetine. Wait, is it fluoxetine or fluoxetine? Yeah, I, I, I kind of like fluoxetine for... Which one's fluoxetine or fluoxetine? Fluoxetine. It's, a, it's a, uh, part of the Prozac family, which I'm definitely not on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchman. <laughs> That's two syllables. Well, this, this is really cute now. Well, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what you did, you, you battled some level six gypsies. Uh, yeah, you, uh... I, I stole all of their tears and their chainmail, <laughs> and then I used it to fight the. Uh, it's, it's, the... Wait, you, you can't wear it though. It's like goblin mail in RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> you can only sell it. <laughs> no, I remember spending fucking ages playing RuneScape. How, like, how sweet! I've got some goblin mail. How to wear goblin mail in RuneScape? And then you, just, you, you can't. Who uh, can forget the old jingle? Like, you have goblin mail. <laughs> AOL. You have goblin. <laughs> Here's some mail. It's <laughs> a little goblin with a sack on the back. Yeah. Well. Here's a package for you. I imagine it's sort of, it's sort of like a weird stilted Jim Henson puppet. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like sort of staggers in, like he's got a wiggly bag on one uh like one shoulder and it's how it kind of like a staff on the yeah, other one but it's re- himself along. really hunched over. Yeah, so is, is there any more fallout of that story? Anything else happened? Um and four days later, he came back and he said, listen, mate, I'm sorry. Well, um, no. It was a hilarious misunderstanding. What we need to do, both in Britain and Europe, is to combine the fiscal deficit reduction, which has given us the low interest rates, with an active monetary policy, with structural reforms to make us competitive, and with... Guess we're back with the verbal discharge. Yes, we are. Hey, it's true, we are. Oh wow! What? What? what two great guesses there. Yeah, I'm these are two great guests. Two great guests. Yeah, I looked That's around. Yourself. Yeah, and, and the guest. And the other guest we have here. Do you want to introduce we, yourself? We, we, we have we have Barack Obama and the uh, the empty chair over there. Is that eight exactly. years out of date? That's eight years that out is, of date. Uh, oh my god! I can't let it go because <laughs> it was really fucking weird to <laughs> yeah. see like. It's really odd, like... I was generally concerned about Clint Eastwood yeah. when he did that. I, I spent, like, quite a good portion of my childhood watching Clint Eastwood's westerns and, like, kind of looking at like, oh, wow, this guy makes really good films, even though all he really does in them is squint and shoot people. <laughs> and then it's just odd to see that he's lost his fucking mind. It's unlike the but... porn parodies where he squirts and shoots people. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but, speaking... <laughs> but speaking of the American election... Oh, boy. Um, well, we got the uh, our own American election special happening yeah. in September the no. 5th. No. no. Oh, sh- uh, November. November the 7th. November the 7th. the Mole Cross in Nottingham. The Mole Cross. So we get to go in a cave. We'll be performing in a cave. Yeah. Is it, wait, is it in a cave? It is in a cave. Are you not aware? No way we're performing in a cave. The performance area of the Mole Cross is in a cave. Oh, fucking sweet. Yeah, you get, you get down several flights of stairs from the main area and you're in a cave. 
Oh, awesome. performing in the cave. That's really cool. I didn't know this. Yeah, that yeah. makes it pretty good. It's funny. I saw. I I literally just mentioned this moments before here record. Wiener yeah. Dog over the weekend, Wiener uh, Dog. which is a really good film starring Greta Gerwig and Danny DeVito. Mm. Um, and there's a oh before it, I saw it at the Broadway Cinema in Nottingham, and before it they played an advert for the Mock Cross, and he said loads of live exciting comedy gigs. And I up on the screen, and I wanted to shout, such as verbal discharge on the seventh of November. <laughs> and I thought, do you know what? If it was like if it was perhaps a September one, then yeah. I would have shouted it. The things were a bit that's way out. pretty yeah. close, yeah. But yeah, we've also got another live show coming up more immediately in under a month's time now. Oh yes, on we September do. September the fifteenth of you, September. Uh, if you're in or around Derby. Um, it is at the same place we had our last live show. It is at the Maypole Cafe Bar and Theatre, where, funnily enough, we are right now. Oh, what are the chances? Um, it's almost as if we, we, we do stuff with them and, mm. and record the podcast and do live shows there. What? That's crazy. Cool. Some of the stuff also one of us works here. What? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Almost as if, though. It's not like any of what we've just said is actually the case. No, yeah, of course. It's obviously not. Um, but yeah, if you're in or around Derby, come check that out. Um, we'll give uh, probably a loaf of bread to whoever has travelled the furthest, as Again. is custom. Yeah. Oh, should we should we ramp it up this time? Give us a what, what's the step up from a loaf of bread? Like a ciabatta. Ciabatta. Maybe a, maybe a panini. Do we have the budget? Do yeah. we have the budget? I don't know. That, that, that would be pushing the financial boat out. We could buy like a little one of the little Sainsbury's baguettes. Yeah, I guess yeah. that. That's that's pretty reasonable. The cheesy baguettes yeah. are oh, cheesy lovely. Baguette. There we go. There we go. Cheesy baguette. Maybe some tiger bread. Cheesy. Yeah. yeah. We uh, buy a baguette. Uh, <laughs> look at the draw. Depends what you get. <laughs> you get yeah, bread exactly. of some we, sort. We, we, we won't tell you what type of bread we're going to give you. No. So that, that's part of the excitement. And until they win it, they'll know what type of <laughs> bread it is. I mean, I mean, it, it, it could be like a single tortilla flatbread. It, let's it, just hope you don't have any allergies. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope you don't. Well, even if you do, we make you eat anyway. Yeah. Part of our uh, part of the performance, really. You've got you've got so to you swallow it like a, a balloon in a single bite. Yeah, <laughs> like unhinged jaw. You have to swallow it like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> like you swallow how you, how do you swallow a snake? You unhinge your jaw and then you uh, yeah. you put it down. It's, it's you like, slowly lower it. In. You, you yeah. use it like a, you, you know, like in Lady in the Tramp and the Rinse, forget it. Yeah, and like together and like and sort of together with a kiss. What well, like you don't that. have another person to eat the snake well, with? You kiss the snake's head at the end, <laughs> of course. <laughs> like you eat, you, you, you eat from the tap when you suck it down, and by the time you get the back of the snake's head, you get a little kiss. You just How leave, you leave it in your mouth like a like Who's alien, <laughs> and it's there just sort of sticking up. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat a snake now just to do that. Yeah, just to have God. a second mouth. Well, that was an exciting episode. That sound, um, sounds like a cut there. Sounds like it was all stitched together. What? There was a pause and suddenly you was like, well. Well, it, it wasn't a cut. There was no cut there. There was no yeah. content that was cut. Let's fuck up Robbie's editing. Let's make it really hard for him. You do that anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we hope that you enjoyed this this episode of Verbal Discharge. This is uh, Has this been D60? Uh, yeah. This is yeah. Verbal Discharge episode 60. Fucking Ooh. hell. Oh, we didn't do anything special for it. No, we, should, I know we have. Uh, no, what, what what number is it going to be on our live show? Uh, that'll be in the website. It'll be about 64. 64. Zulane. Zulane, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. I know if you can. <laughs> do an N64 nostalgia themed one. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't we both flip to 64 Zulane, though, before the Nintendo 64 Zulane? <laughs> My God, what? what like, I, I could have made this joke. Like, These are just like the stages yeah. of my childhood. In the early 2000s. Towards <laughs> them. <laughs> How out of date. Um, but if you want to find out more about that, head to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash verbal discharge. Like our page. Or uh, go on the new website, which is... 
Snivelish UK. Yeah, I did it. I did um, it. If you've got Twitter, you can find us at Verbdish Radio. Uh, and why not email us? Things at VerbdishRadio.co.uk. Why don't you throw a brick through our window with a message attached to us? At the Maple Cafe Forum. <laughs> um, do you know what speak pipe is? I probably do. Uh, if you want to send us a recorded voice message, you can do that. Do it. Go on. It'll be funny. If you've got loads of money, then and you want to send us loads of money, then just give, just like find us in the street and give yeah, us loads of money. Yeah, please. For the love of God. If you've got leprosy, stay away from us. <laughs> if you've got nothing left to lose and you're a uh, you're a mean detective who's just been kicked off the force, <laughs> then you hunt down that bad guy and you finally get him. If you're a mean detective who plays by his own rules and you're about to get kicked off the force, then come and give us your badge and your gun. <laughs> if you've got nothing else to live for, please don't bring in a gun to, <laughs> to, to, to the live show because we will be deathly afraid that you will kill us and everyone else. Um, if you're a detective drama antagonist and there's a detective that you've been trying to get rid of and you think you've finally beaten him and you think all's looking well... Well, guess what? He's got nothing left to lose and he's been kicked off the force and now he's coming for you. So watch out. Or, or don't because you're the villain and you, and you lose. If you're the head writer of a top uh, detective drama, then why not hire us? You can just like find us again in the street. If you're a talking dog, please, please come to us personally and make sure you're not known by anyone else so that we <laughs> so that, that we alone only get to experience your talking dogness and no one else does. And we will store you in our, <laughs> luxury, box. our luxury dog box. Um, <laughs> ah, the dog box. Which has literally two holes for air. <laughs> so I'm picturing just being Dropbox, but where you upload a dog. <laughs> to the filled with dogs. It's like a fucking Pokemon where you just upload living creatures into a computer somehow. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Verbal Discharge. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Ben, final word of the show. Um, Dog. That's it. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> press stop. Please keep that in it as well. Should have pressed stop now. Yeah. So have you not already? No. Oh. I'm just not doing this. Well. You're just trying to get extra content for these fucking clip shows. Bonus content.